What's up? This is Tata Tale, a podcast hosted and produced by Malika. I'm here to flood your ass with stories of the hood, womanhood, adulthood, sisterhood, and our friendly neighborhood. I'm here to tell you stories, stories about life, love, and experience. Who else better to tell our stories than the one who is writing it? You're listening to Tata Tales. This episode of Tata Tale has a trigger warning. The content of this episode may be triggering to audience who have been victims of sexual abuse or sexual assault. Please visit rain.org for more information regarding sexual assault or sexual abuse or sexual harassment. Thank you. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Title Tales. This is episode number eight. Y'all, thank you so very much for all the love and all the support. You know, my podcast is growing and I started my podcast in late June and I am really happy with the numbers that I am doing. I look I look at my analytics every day and every day I get new listeners from different countries and I'm so happy and I'm grateful. So thank you so very much. Please continue listening to Title Tales. Keep sharing Title Tales. You know, keep recommending Title Tales to your family, your friends, your co-worker, your significant other or others. Like, please, thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. Yo, yo, my week went by so quickly. Like, just the other day was Sunday. Now it is Saturday. And, yo, yesterday I went to Morphe. I went to just buy an eye pencil to just, you know, shade in my eyebrows. Yo, two hours later and 30% off, I walked up with two big bags of makeup. I love Morphe, but, oh, my God, I keep spending on makeup. And I don't even wear makeup like that. So I was like, oh my God. I wear makeup probably like once a week or once every two weeks. I don't wear makeup like every day. So I'm like, why am I spending all this money in Morphe? Or Sephora? <sighs> Life. <laughs> all right, let me, so let me go into this week's topic, right? So this week's topic is entitled, No Means No. And let me go into my story time. So when I was in college, um, there was this guy who were in my sociology class. You know, although I did criminal justice and he did culinary arts, we both were in the same class, you know, we. We met each other a couple times in the library. We did homework together. We did study group together. You know, he's somebody like I know, like, you know, we hang out, but we never hang out like intimately. We end up like personally, we end up, we always hang out with friends or in groups. So one day he's like, hey, you know, are you busy? I was like, you know, it was a Saturday and usually on weekends, everybody go home on campus on weekends so he's barely have anybody so he's like hey um i'm gonna be looking at kevin's heart special laugh at my pain 
you know, you can come over to watch it, to watch it. My dorm didn't have any TV at that time. So I was like, you know, okay, cool. You know, whatever. I'll come over. So I came over. I sat at his desk. He was like, why are you so far? Like, come close to me. He's like, you know, no, I'm, I'm fine sitting on a chair, you know, watching the special. He's like, stop being so stuck up. Like, you're being really stuck up. Come on my bed. I was like, no, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So he, he paused, he paused a special and he came over on the chair and he put his hand over me and he was like, don't be stuck up. I'm not going to bite. And I was like, I don't care. I just, I came over here to watch a special and he came over here for anything else. He's like, you sure? I was like, I am positive. I was like, matter of fact, I'm starting to feel very uncomfortable. He's like, he backed off. He's like, I don't know why you're behaving like that. But he's like, all right. So he stopped, so he, got, he played back the special. And then, like, midway again, he paused it. He came over. He was like, uh-uh. We about to have some fun tonight. So he took his hand and shoved it down my freaking clothes. I was like, yo, what the fuck you're doing, yo? Like, I said no. He's like, you acting stuck up. Matter of fact, get the fuck out. You know where you came from. And I left. And I'm not going to lie to you. I did feel some type of way about it because I was like, for somebody to treat me like that and then kick me out, I really felt some type of way about it. But then... You know what? I had my pride and I had my dignity, which I was which I was happy for. But I was like, I don't need to be friends with anybody that would do something like that to me. So with that being said, this week's topic is no means no. And a lot of time, women are blamed for being sexually abused or sexually assaulted or even sexually harassed. And nobody puts, society doesn't put the blame on men or hold men accountable for that. They always is like the women. You know, you shouldn't be wearing that short piece of pants or skirt if you don't want men to look to look at you attack away or to harass you or to interfere with you you shouldn't be wearing that or you shouldn't be acting the way you acting or you shouldn't be talking the way you talking if you don't want men to do this to you and nobody's telling these men you know what doesn't mean a woman wear what she wear say what she say or act the way she act that doesn't make it okay for you to violate her in any kind of way and I strongly believe that us women, don't matter how much we try, because you could act a certain way, you can get home a certain time, you can not walk the street a certain time, you could wear proper clothes, you can do whatever you act. It doesn't matter. Sometimes it's just men or even women will sexually assault you either way. And I want to go into talking about the word, like what no means no. You know, whether a girl texts you and be like, yeah, babe, you know, 
when I come over, we gonna fuck, we gonna have sex. And she originally she said no, no is no. You know, don't touch her. She said no. You know, if a girl is drinking or she's high, that's automatically a no because she cannot give consent. And don't even talk about if she's on the age. Because even if she say yes, her age legally says no. And if she's not sure and she keep hitting you with the maybes, hey, she did not give you consent. She did not say yes. Maybe is still a no. I always tell my nephew that all the time. If a girl, if you see a girl sip, drink, swallow whatever, a glass of liquor, do not touch her. It means no. She says maybe it's a no. You understand? She says she's not sure it's a no. Because as long as a woman doesn't clearly says yes, it's always a no. And I hate the fact that, you know, society would tell women, hey, even if she says no, no means yes. So you still got to take it. No, no means no. And no means no not only applies to sexual assault or sexual harassment or sexual abuse. It also applies to simple thing as somebody keep making an, an insensitive joke or someone's trying to give you another glass of liquor when you already had enough or when you don't want to drink or when you're ready to go home and that person is like uh no i'm ready to go home and you're not gonna keep me at this party because i'm ready to leave or when you say hey no i don't play like that i'm not gonna be playing those kind of games or jokes with you you know no means no always apply to situations like that all right women i believe that some women lie about being in situations where they're sexually violated and it makes it extremely hard for authorities such as the police or the prosecutors to believe and actually take legal action to women who actually been violated. You know, men are also victims of sexual abuse or sexual assault, not only women. I'm gonna go ahead and give you some, 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 some statistics. These are the statistics that I got from rain.com, or rain.org, sorry. 15% of 12 to 17 year olds were sexually assaulted, 54%, 18 to 34, 28, 35 to 64, and 3% over 65 plus have been sexually assaulted. One out of every six women is a victim of an attempt rape or a completed rape. Nine out of every 10 victims is a female. And you know, 
I just want us women to just have, not us women, but also men, to have sympathy. You know, people who actually been been through those horrific crimes do suffer from a lot of mental agony, like depression, PTSD, you know, sadness, all these other stuff, anxiety, and I think we should always be vigilant of other people because sometimes people go through stuff and they may not tell you that, but if they say no, it could, it could be something that you need to take into consideration. Like, you know what? Probably what I'm doing is probably bringing up a horrific memory for that person, so let me stop. You know, and dating has become, like, very scary because... There is some, something called date rape, you know, and, and it's so scary, like being a woman sometimes because you have to constantly, constantly watch our backs, watch our surroundings. If we meet a guy, sometimes you have to run background checks. I ain't gonna lie. I have been on a couple dates with guys that I had to run background checks for. And it wasn't because, it wasn't even because I didn't feel safe going out. It was because I need to know at least your criminal history. At least, you know, if you have been convicted of a domestic violence crime or you have been convicted of a sexual harassment crime, I need to know that. And I think that society should start making it easier for us women to access these kinds of records before we go on a date with a guy, we date him, we fall in love, we're serious about him, and then find out that he's a freaking sex offender. He, you know, we need to, society needs to really start making it easy for us to get these kinds of information and get these kinds of things out there. Also, us women need to be more protective over our children, not only girls, but guys too, because a lot of men now are coming out and talking about them being sexually assaulted when they were younger by a figure that they look up to, whether it's a man or a woman. And we need to protect our kids. We need to do a better job in protecting our kids. But on the other hand, how can some of us protect our kids when the monster lives with us? When the monster is the same person that we trust. How? So these are questions I just want us to like just ponder and just go into this week. You know, just knowing that. I want everyone to just go out and find, you know, more information and find ways of how you as one person can help help deal with sexual assault or sexual harassment victim you know I know it's something that that it's ongoing and it's so many victims but I'm a strong believer in one person can change the world so just read up on it and you can start having conversations with your friend of hey no means no you know and have a safe blanket where your friends can come and talk to you and discuss things like that with you instead of them holding it in 
they can talk to you. Don't be judgmental and be able to be free in your thinking that doesn't like cage you in thinking, well, she was looking for it. No woman is going around looking for a man to sexually assault her. No, she's not. So I want to go into segue into our next segment, which is my favorite things of the week. So I am going to go into my favorite things of the week, which is usually a activity or things to do or music to listen to. So I will start with my song of the week would be Aaliyah, One in a Million. (laughs) Aaliyah, One in a Million. That will be our stream of the week. Our book or wave of the week is The Black Woman. And The Black Woman is is a book of collective short stories written and edited by black women and it is edited by Tony C. Bambra. It's a really, really good book. I read some of the stories in it. You know, it talks about a lot of women's a lot of women women's <laughs> oh my god. It talks a lot about a lot of women experiences as a black woman. So I highly recommend this book. The movement of the week, which is an activity, would be bake a cake or banana bread. Yo, last year for quarantine, I was always making banana bread like every other week. Always making banana banana bread. I love banana bread because one, it is super easy to make. And it's just a really nice, like sweet dessert that you can have. Like after like a meal you don't feel like eating anything heavy banana bread would never never ever go wrong so the movie the flow of the week which is our movie or tv show is confessions of a shopaholic i really picked that movie because one i watched it last night and two, my story that I went to Morphe's and spent two hours and come out with all this shit that I do not need kind of have me thinking, maybe I am a kind of shopaholic. But the movie's really good. It's really, really, it's a, I really, it's like a nice feel-good movie. After like a hard day of work, you come home, it's a good feel-good So I'm going to go into my tale of the week, which is usually a question or a confession or just, you know, tale of the week or, you know, it's a little title tale where, you know, you ask a question or you just give me an experience. You can send me an email. Yes, I have an email now at titletale twenty one at gmail.com you can send me any comments you can send me any questions any queries any topics you want me to to discuss on the show 
just go ahead. Remember, you always gonna remain anonymous. I protect people's identity. I don't I don't play that. I always protect people's identity. So you are going to remain anonymous. So let's go into it. I have been working at a Manhattan firm for the past two years. There is a guy who I like and likes me back. Before COVID, I used to always stay back to spend more time with him and discuss our reports, just to spend a little extra time with him. However, since we have been working from home, we have been FaceTiming each other and texting. We are getting very, very close. I invited him over this Sunday, August 22nd for dinner. I am nervous to see where this is going. My question is, should I proceed with him although he is my coworker? Thank you. All right. One thing I have to say is you never eat where you shit. I mean, you never shit where you eat. Well, eat where you shit, whatever. Y'all get what I'm saying. This guy is your coworker. And if things doesn't work out, you still have to deal with him every single day because he is your coworker. I always do not advise people to date people that they see and work with or deal with every single day. Perfect example. When I was in college, my number one rule was to never date my teammate on a track team. That was a no, no for me. I couldn't do it. And even people that I work with, I still cannot do it because you have to set that boundary between work, professional life and personal life. And when you date somebody from work, then your personal life slips into your to your professional life, your professional and personal life like slips in and you don't want to have that kind of drama in your life because home is a safe is it also a safe place for you you know you're bringing work home and I just don't think like it's a, a wise decision to continue dating this guy if you're your co-worker because if you all do decide on being together and being serious you may have to give up your work for him or he may have to give up his work for you is that something that you're willing to do and then apart from that you have to check with your HR for your employee dating manual to see what do they have on that. That is also important. You don't want HR to call you in the office because of something like that. You know, sometimes us women, we put our heart before our pockets and a lot of times we get fucked doing that. And I'm just telling you to be very careful and think about it. Because if it's something that you're not worth giving for you doesn't worth giving up so much of your life professionally do not proceed with this guy you know you work so hard to get this job you said that you work within a manhattan financial firm so you have to be working really hard to get to the to get to that place in your career that you are at don't let a relationship or something that uh, maybe could be interfere with that that's all so thank you so very much for rocking with me on this episode of tata tale 
Remember, no means no. Please visit rain, R-A-I-N-N dot org for more information on sexual abuse, sexual harassment, or sexual assault. Also, if you have a tattletale to so I can read on the show, please email me at tattletale21 at gmail.com. Thank you so very much for listening. And I am going to see you next week on Tattletales. Bye. Bye.